now we're live. Derek, I got a question for you, man. Okay. Is he him? Oh, he him. He him all right. He him all right. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know, you all know. Everyone, Everyone should know about him. Shay Gilgis Alexander. Or as Derek likes to call him, Shay Gilgis Alexander. Shay Gorgeous Salamander. <laughs> um, just got, he's, he's continuing his incredible season, his incredible run. Um, most recently with a 42-point outing against the Washington Wizards. Um, Hemi Carter, right? Isn't that what he said in his Instagram post? That is what he said <laughs> in the Instagram post where he tweeted my screenshot. Or he, he Instagram posted my Twitter screenshot. I butchered that, but he posted my Oh, wow. Big flex. Um, Yeah, so Shea, in the last 10-ish games, averaging 34, I think it was. silly numbers. This is Panhandles Podcast, by the way. Yeah, it is. Welcome to Panhandles. Panhandles Podcast, best podcast in the West. Uh, Figured I'd intro us since Jake. In the the world. In the, yeah, the Western world. The Western world, that is. Um, Back to Shea, what people care about. Right. Averaging like 34, 7, and 6 or something like that on 50, 40, 90 shooting splits. Mm-hmm. Every number is a little bit higher than 50, a little higher than 40, a little higher than 90. Um, ridiculous basketball. Buzzer beaters taking over games in the third and fourth quarter, um, locking people down defensively, just big shot after big shot. He, it, it's no fluke. He's that dude. He's ridiculous. He is. He's a top player in the NBA. He's a, he's a superstar. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, it's not a fluke. Is like exactly what he's doing right now. Sustainable, probably not. But that's not to discount the fact that he can go do this almost any night he wants. Like we're seeing it exactly. Yeah. Like, is it going to be sustainable on a championship team? No. Is it going to be like if if we could replicate this forever. We probably could, though. You know what I mean? Like, Definitely. Once Giddy is at his best and once Chet's back, the numbers aren't going to look this good, but he's still going to be playing this good, which is what's important at the end of the day. It's just cool now to see, as like his friends would say on Instagram, him getting his flowers for it. Yeah. So. It's it's pretty exciting. I'll speak to it as kind of a Thunder fan, someone who's you know, enjoyed watching the Thunder since they came to Oklahoma City. Um, I get caught up in those glory days of Westbrook and Harden and Durant and Baca winning playoff series, getting closer and closer to the finals until we finally got there and came short. Like I remember those days and it was like, those were the good old days. This having a guy, the caliber of Shea Gilgis Alexander gets you back to those good old days. And it's not now. It might not be next year. But as long as that dude's wearing an Oklahoma City jersey, I think Thunder fans have a lot to be excited about. Um, and I don't really care who's around him either. When you have a guy that, that, that is that good, you can win games. Um, it's really exciting. It's, it's something that I hope Thunder fans, you know, th- those are kind of checked out for a little bit. I hope they're bought back in because there's some fun stuff going on in Oklahoma City. Out. Huh? Not a fan if you checked out. Yeah, you're not a fan. You're a fake fan. Not getting back in this hotel room, baby. Baby. Um, <laughs> um, so there's a lot to be excited about. It's 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 pretty cool. Um, and having a guy like him in Oklahoma City is just that's what it's about, man. 
I genuinely don't think it feels blasphemous, and correct me if I'm wrong, to say that this like 14 game stretch mm. is reminiscent of Kevin Durant. Like, mm. obviously not on court; it's not the same type of play, but the same level of play. Absolutely, I think. I mean, 32, seven, and six. Are we kidding? I'm not saying that like Shea is better than Kevin Durant was or is or whatever. Mm. I'm just saying like it it has that like buzz around it. You know, like yeah, it does. like national media is hyping it up. Like it just feels like. He's hitting game winners. He's getting where he wants, when he wants. Like it just like like you said, it just has that energy. It's and it's back. It's and it's one of the things where it's not like he's good for a guy under twenty five, or he's good for being an underrated player, or good for whatever. Which is what he's been the past two and, years, and what I kind of expected this year. Yep, he's good. Like, there's not a soul on the planet that will convince me they predicted this. You no. could say he was better than what he was. This is, I mean, this, this is, is top, MVP. Stuff. Keeps this up. He's a top five player in the NBA easily. Like for the for the year, I'm saying. Yes. Yeah, it, like, yeah. It's pretty ridiculous. Um, my question for you is: He takes really tough shots. First of all, tough he, shots. Yes. Oh yeah. Makes a lot of tough shots. And he's been doing that for this first 14 games or how many they've played. Is it unsustainable, him statistically shooting the way he is with the shots that he takes, and is it sustainable for you know this kind of flirting around with 500 basketball that the Thunder are playing? Um, there's just a lot that goes into it outside of like yes and no, obviously. Mm. Um, his What he's doing in the paint right now, I think is totally sustainable. Third in the league in points in the paint. Third. By what? Like Embiid and Giannis? Like Gian- just stupid uh, stuff. Yeah, Giannis and someone. Yeah, I mean, just like ridiculous numbers. Um, he has enough in his bag, um, patent pending, that it's totally replicable to do this all the time. And I think that'll get him 25 points per game for the rest of his career. Hmm. What I'm curious is sustainable is the mid-range. It looks really good, but it's automatic right now. I mean, yeah. the dude is shooting like 80%. I it's just don't. Crazy. Like you want it to be, but I don't know if that is. Mm-hmm. And then the three-point shooting, it's good. I think his shot is fine. I think he'll always be able to like pull it out in the big moments like he did against <laughs> Washington. I don't know if 40% forever is going to be sustainable. Like mm-hmm. maybe some years it dips to 36. Maybe some years it stays at 40. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure that it matters if he can give you a bucket anytime he wants in the paint. Mm-hmm. Um, so this level of play, I do think is like, it, it just feels so easy and seamless. Like it doesn't feel like a, it doesn't feel like a high right now. It just feels like we're witnessing it every night, like every single night. And it's different stuff. Like some games he'll have three threes. Some games he'll hit 15 mid range. Some th- games he won't even take a three. Like mm-hmm. he'll only kill you in the paint. So he can just kill you in so many different ways. It's and it's who he is now. I I think that last night's game, or was it two nights ago? Last night against Washington. Yeah. Last night. Yep. Um. So Wednesday night, Thunder were down what fifteen in the third, kind of out of the game a little bit, um, and Shea was playing okay, and then completely takes over. Thunder win the game like. That's not empty stat stuff. That's not just, you know, getting his. Like, he he's impacting winning at a level that, like, only the really elite do. Um, I think it's fantastic. I want to move on to Giddy. Um, do you have something about Shea? I thought you were about to. 
No, and then out. just like the second part of your question is the record sustainable? Absolutely, I think it's yeah, because yeah, five hundred isn't crazy. No, it it was expected anyway. I think most people that weren't the morons that were doing like the over under totals for the year had them around like thirty, mm. maybe thirty five wins on mm. a good year, and I mean that's. So I want to go to Giddy, but before we move on to him, I think it was in the second quarter, maybe into the third. Um, There's a play where Shea pressuring the ball handler full court for uh, Washington and moves him around, almost gets a 10 second call, gets across half court. Like he himself traps the ball handler between the sideline and the half court line and like forces a turnover. The dude dribbles off his leg. And Shay's like clapping, getting hyped up and stuff. And it's just, that's so cool to me because that's who he was when he came into the league. Right. That was his right. role. And so I think it's really neat when those superstars continue to carry that kind of core identity with them. Um, and man, if he's able to give you 35 a night or 30 a night and play that kind of defense and and make those type of tough, gritty plays that, to be honest with you, Luka's not making those. Trey Young's not making those kind of type of defensive plays. Um that's really special, and that, that excites me. And I think one thing that people don't realize is that, yes, offensively, he's been amazing. I mean, we just talked about it. But on the same, like, thing, defense is also giving him opportunities. Like, those blocks that he's getting. He leads the league in stocks right now. Steals and blocks. Like, really? Leads the league in both combined. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> And that is giving him offensive opportunities. Like, he's getting transition buckets because of that. So... It like you said, he came into the league with that identity. It's really cool to see him keep that. Yeah. Um, it's just it's so freaking fun to watch. Like, I and you know this, I've expected him to be at least on that like Spida, Trey Young tier, like whoever else you want to put in there for a while. I think he leaped it. Like at least those guys maybe not Spida. Spida's having a great year, but like he has jumped far past several, several dudes on that list. Like yeah, he's not in that tier of guys. It's like, well, maybe like, you know, he's next or like he, you know, he's got kind of what it takes. Like he's doing it. I know. It's pretty 100%. crazy. He, Like you said, he he's not doing it like for a guy under 25. Like he's, he's doing, doing it league wide, like NBA wide. Like it's crazy. Now it's been what? 14, 15 games. We don't want to get too overreactionary, but I mean. He's just been so good. So he has been. Hope he keeps it up. It's really fun to watch. It's way better than watching whatever. <laughs> no offense to these guys, but like way more fun than watching Teo Maladon go one for seven in a game or Isaiah Roby. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Giddy, you had some stuff on Giddy you want to talk about? You mentioned him earlier. Yeah. Uh, Josh Giddy played, started the game first quarter, didn't play too hot, uh, was okay. Didn't really turn the ball over a lot, which had been a struggle lately. Didn't play a lot in the second. Didn't play a lick in the third. No third quarter action whatsoever. Thought maybe he was hurt, and then he comes in in the fourth, not hurt. Then he gets benched about three minutes into the fourth, never sees the court again. It's odd. He has not been playing well this season, and and everything's up. Like, points per game is mm. up. Field goal percentage is up. Three-point percentage is much better. But he's struggling. Like, sophomore slump is is getting to him for sure. He's doing he just seems a little more skittish with the ball. He's turning it over more despite less assists. And I want to touch on this because I think 
some level of Thunder fans are slightly concerned. And then there's also like the group that's like being way too <laughs> reacting way too much to it. Like trade him. Shea is the future. Like they can't cohabitate the court, whatever. And I want to say, I think Josh Giddy will be fine offensively, mm-hmm. completely fine. Like turnovers. I think he'll limit. He's just too good of a passer. He'll get stronger with the ball. He's 20 years old. He's going to get better at everything. The only thing that worries me is defense. And it is a legit worry. He doesn't fit in defensively with this team at all. Like you talked about, even Shea is out there like fitting in with the defensive identity of this team. Kenrich has built the defensive identity mm. of this team. Lou Dort's great. Poku is eighth in the entire league in blocks right now, averaging three blocks per game in his last eight games. Playing center. Like legit center. Like <laughs> looks like a freaking center. It's not like he's got bodied by Kristaps, but it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's fine. That's what happened. like people are like, God. Jesus. People were like, oh, well, he got benched. It's like, that's what happens when you want to win basketball games. Like, you don't play people through that. Sometimes you go with the matchup. Anyway, I digress. Uh, The defensive identity of this team is great, and Josh Giddy doesn't fit it right now. Not that he won't eventually. Like, with this frame, he's never... He'll probably, if he does end up with the Thunder long-term, he'll probably be the fifth best defender on the court constantly. Uh, Just by the nature of what Sam Presti is trying to build. Um... But I, I want people to slow their roll a little bit on it because I think he'll be fine. He's up in a lot of categories. He's down in a few. He's also 20 years old, one of the youngest players in his draft class. Scotty Barnes is struggling a ton right now. A lot of these sophomores are. So give him time. Yeah. Yeah. Trade him for Shingen. Yeah, do that. <laughs> um, I, agree. I agree with all the giddy stuff. It'll be interesting to see kind of what he provides defensively for the future. But like you said, offensively is fine. And with, you know, Shea being so ball dominant, especially down the stretch of games, I'd like to see him improve his shooting. I think that could get him played off the court a little bit. The fact that he's not a threat to shoot from the outside almost at all, and he can't guard. Do you think he's a threat to shoot from the outside? He's shooting like 34%. Really? Mm-hmm. It's pretty ugly. I'm, I don't like any of it. I, I just don't think he can that, shoot. That's a threat, though. Like, you can't leave him open. Really? Ah, man. He uh, he hit the three last night. They put him up one with it's like the 40 seconds to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, he's not like I I don't know I I talk about him like he's, he's hard to gauge Marsan Gort like Gortat I don't know he's he's not a a threat right now but he's not a non shooter either he's getting he was raised at like eight percent already yeah it's small sample size but yeah but anyway yeah Giddy will be fine um I still like his fit for the future there's just things that he's got to get better at um 100%. but if he doesn't he's still serviceable good passer. Playmaker makes guys better. In the least, he's a glue guy. Like in the absolute least, at this most, he's a star. Yeah. Okay. Anything else, Thunder? Anyone else you want to talk about? I mean, I could talk about Poku forever. Like just forever. All right. So, here we go. No, I'm good though. No, Derek, you have one minute. Ready? That's one hour. Ready? <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, I'm set. I'm here. Go. Uh, Poku has been, to put it frankly, quite unbelievable. Um, he has raised his field goal percentage to 47%, something I don't think I'd ever say. Three-point percentage, 39, and it looks so legit. Like, so legit. His shots are clean. He's setting his base. He's rising. There is not a soul on the planet when he's shooting like that that is going to be able to even get a hand near his forearm. Like, he's going to get every shot off that he wants. Like I said, eighth in the entire league in blocks. He plays so much less like a wing 
and more like a center every single night. He's playing drop like good drop coverage. Him and Chet Holmgren on the court together are going to be absolutely bonkers. Like the most fun duo in the league. Um, what else? I mean, great hair. Like some of the best hair I've ever seen. Um, his dad follows me on Twitter. That's cool. Um, just really fun. I mean, honestly, like legitimately really happy for the kid. I think he got a lot of flack. I think Five, it's really hard to do that in the NBA. Four, and I'm glad he's succeeding three, now. Two, one. Well said. Okay. On to a couple other <laughs> NBA things. We've talked a little bit about Cleveland. Last pod, they were hot, hot. They've lost five in a row since the last pod, oh, Derek. What? I saw five the games. last two. I didn't know they lost five. Five games. Um, one of the Lakers, one of the Warriors. Uh, yeah, they they don't look quite as good. Um, is Does this mean anything to you? I know we were really high on them. I feel like, you know, to be fair, we got to come down on them a little bit with, with losing That's five true. in a row. That's true. I have no idea they'd lost five in a row. I'd seen they'd lost a couple of big matchups. Like, they got boat raced by the Bucks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, that sucks. Like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like losing five in a row isn't a big deal. It's a big deal. Um, you want to win all your basketball games. You'd like to. You, you'd, you'd like to do that. Um, I still believe in them, though. I mean, they've lost to, golly, outside of the Bucks, their losses have been, I misspoke, I said Lakers. They beat the Lakers. Clippers, bad loss. Bad. Kings. They shouldn't be losing. The, they shouldn't give up 127 points to the Kings. That's true. Warriors right now, bad loss. Yep. Timberwolves right now, Ooh, bad yeah. loss. 100 gave up 129 to the Warriors to the Timberwolves, and then the Bucks they got kind of blown out. Um, there for a while, Donovan Mitchell was playing really good defense, which is really odd to me because he is not a defender, and he's one of my favorite players in the league. But neither is Darius Garland. So. When they don't have any backcourt defense, that's tough because there's a lot of really good backcourt players in the NBA and a lot on the teams that you just mentioned. Definitely. Um, I think was it Ant that had like five threes in the first mm-hmm. quarter the other night mm-hmm. against them. So yes, the like towers look that they go for with Jared Allen and Evan Mobley is great. Evan Mobley's been unbelievable to start the season, but they're gonna have to shore up some defensive things for sure because Lavert not defending. No, it puts a lot of pressure on those bigs. And that's one of the reasons why we liked them is because it's like, you know, Mitchell and Garland, you know what you're going to get offensively. Mm-hmm. Our whole thing was, eh, how good can they be defensively? Well, then we think, well, they have Mobley and Jared Allen. Like, it, you know, getting in complements each other so well. Um, I'm not going to, you know, obviously no one's going to jump the ship on them. If you are, you're nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, this is those growing pains we talked about. We talked about how quickly it looked like they were gelling. And they, they are. You can you can still be gelling and losing basketball games like it happens. Um, and so it's not the losses necessarily I'm concerned about. It's that they're five in a row to not great teams. You're giving up a lot of points. You're giving up a lot of points in the paint. I just – this is good for them because they're going to see what those holes are in, in, in their team and correct that. Um but yeah, I mean, I I I I kind of thought that they almost looked immune to it. They almost looked like they're not going to have bad games in at, a row. At first, they did. Um, but yeah, so so I think they'll be okay. Uh, next, Boston, eight game win streak. Yep. Um, last night they beat the oh. Hawks okay. by almost. They were up by almost thirty for the majority of the third and fourth quarter. Gotcha. Um, Jason Tatum played not good. 
Jalen Brown played okay in a blowout a team that's one of the top three or four teams in the East right now. Is anyone close to as good as Boston? I do think teams are close. I do. Um, is a team they're the best, though? They I, gotta be. I agree. And I don't think Brogdon's even been playing lately, either. Last four where he's crazy. been out? Yeah. Um, they're really good. I wouldn't pick anyone over them for the long haul. Mm. Like, we talk about the Cavs are fun. Like, the, the Cavs could beat them a game. They beat them twice. Milwaukee could beat them. But it's like, I'm betting on... Man, I'm betting on Boston. I, I, I know what they're well. gonna give me. Like I said, like, we, we talk about these teams, like... If my life is on the line, Boston. I don't even think twice. Like I don't Boston think. over Cleveland, Boston over Milwaukee. Um, what Milwaukee has done without some stars has been pretty crazy. It has been. Giannis is nuts. That dude is nuts. I could just rave about Giannis for hours. Everyone's fine for two in the league with Giannis, right? Just who's the second best? Well, yeah, it's like Shea, then Giannis. <laughs> um, no, yeah, Giannis is. He's so good. He's so good. Both sides of the ball. I've, I just. I think I've said it on here before. I've never seen a guy with that much talent have that like big of a motor as well. Like no for, one forever. Tries. It's not 48 minutes a game. He is constantly going. He wants to run through your chest. When he gets sat on the bench, he's pissed. And it's like he you just played the entire first quarter and now you have to sit a little bit and he's pissed. He wants to stay out there and keep it going. Like I've just never seen a dude with that much like willpower and talent. It's yeah, crazy. Totally agree. Um, next we got Portland. I got a little fun fact for you and I want to give you, I want you to share your thoughts on Portland and how you kind of see, you know, what, what their ceiling is for the season. They got three dudes averaging 20 a game this year. Anthony Simons, Jeremy Grant, Damian Lillard. Um, I don't know. Simons was averaging 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Portland's kind of one of those teams that we had as a plan, maybe seven, eight, seed kind of going into it we weren't really sure we might have even been you know jumping the gun a little bit with that because it was like what's jeremy grant going to do with dame back what's simon's going to do with dame back they look really good mm-hmm. um they want to win their role players are playing well they're well coached like johnson Bullets sharp, is dude. coaching much better this year him and keon johnson are playing good minutes yep portland are they are they a team that can like win a playoff series? That can that can battle these teams maybe with better rosters? Like are they are they separating themselves from some like plan type teams? Um, because they're one in the West right now, I believe. Yeah, I think they are still. Uh, actually, I think I looked today and they'd fallen a little bit, but they're close. They? I mean, they're up there. They're hanging around. Um, could they win a playoff series? Sure, I'm not going to count any Damian Lillard led team out of that equation ever like no shot because dame is that dude Mm. and he's been that dude forever Mm -hmm. and he will continue to be that dude are they like a legit contender Mm. no way (laughs) yeah there's too many good because there's too many good teams they're a team that like when you bring them up you have like before the season started you always have to add the caveat of well they could be good because like you just can't count guys like this out. Like Damian Lillard's a great basketball player. Jeremy Grant is a great piece. Like Anthony Simon's great mm. piece. Like they have a good basketball team, so it's ridiculous that we like left them out of things. You know what I mean? It's, but on the same breath, it's like they're just not at that point, you know? So I, I one thing that's interesting to me that I don't know if I would have said before the season, you know, those, those Dame led teams, it was like Dame, um, McCollum and Nurkic, right? Kind of three dudes. Mm-hmm. Dame, 
Simon's Grant Nurkic ain't far off from Dame CJ Nurkic. I really don't think so. No, and that brings up an even better point in that, like, star power is great. Star power at times has won people championships, but a Mm. good, solid top-to-bottom roster Mm. wins, like, 80% of the time. Mm. And it's not a knock on CJ McCollum. Like, he's in that situation right now. They have a great top-to-bottom roster. Mm. That's why they went and got him. But how many times has it worked out for teams where selling your soul for one guy Mm. and then you have no future and then the current team is bad. Yeah. And there's no way to fix it. Yeah. Lakers, Timberwolves. Like, it doesn't always work. And Portland got a lot of crap for the trades that they went through, but their roster's better now. Like, it was again, no knock on CJ McCollum. But no, he's great. He was really good for them for a long time. They were a two-headed monster. But I don't think it's crazy to say the roster's better right now. Right. And it's better because they have eight really good basketball players. Totally agree. Totally agree. Okay, last NBA thing that I want to move on to college. Golden State. Right? Kind of sticking out like a sore thumb right now in the NBA. Lost roster is still loaded, obviously. Same as it was last year for the most part. Um, they're losing games, man. And Steph is like fighting for his life out there, it looks like. 50 bomb. Yeah, um, last fi- night. 50 bomb. Jordan Poole brings in two points. Like, Did he really? Yeah. Oh God. Um. Are we concerned? Like, I I saw a tweet earlier today, and I totally agree with it. Like, totally stand with it. The Warriors aren't afraid of losing regular season games. Like, I, like I've always felt that. You know, they'll they'll go they'll run the playoffs what two two three seed. They don't care about you know having the best record necessarily, and they're fine because they know what they got. This feels a little different. This feels like Clay's not nearly as good. This feels like this feels like Pools a little less consistent than they want him to be. This feels like Draymond Green. Um, his role is not as valuable now with less talent around him. Wiseman's not as good. Um, I think it's a little different. Now, they could still turn it around and be a really good team. They could win a championship for all I know. This feels different. This feels a little bit more like, oh, I did not expect to be here with Golden State than it is, hey, we're fine. Like This is about to turn around. Are you worried if you're Golden State, are you concerned if you're Golden State, or are you confident that like you know we got one of the best three players in the world with good pieces that have proven to win games? We know how to do this thing. Um, a little of both. Like you're right, it does feel different. The main thing for me is that they are so stuck in limbo right now. Like they are fast approaching a time when they are going to have to pick between, and they're not going to pick between. There's no choice here, but where they're going to have to opt to go with their young guys over the old guys, mm-hmm. and like. Looks like Clay is going to be the first among the old crew to like maybe see the brunt of that. He's been really bad, like really bad. I watched some of it last night. They made a run. Golden State was absolutely, absolutely like feeling themselves, making everything, getting stops on defense. Cut it to like five, I want to say. Clay Thompson transition three clunk. Trey Clay Thompson transition three clunk like two in a row. Really bad shot selection. He's playing like he has something to prove, and he's bad right now. Like, not only he, – he's not playing like old Clay at all. Like, he's mm. playing like a guy with something to prove who's trying to be different, and he's taking a step back. So he is bad. Like, I'm worried for Clay Thompson less than – He's more than I'm worried. terrible defensively. So bad. Like <laughs> – So bad. And so, Steph, not worried about – Draymond, like you said, it, like, he's fine. His role is not near as valuable with the current situation – 
But like, if they got back to it, he would no. still be a guy that like he hasn't gotten worse. On. He's the same. No, right. Um, they're just so stuck in limbo. Like, at what point do you really take away Clay's minutes and give them to a guy like Pool Moody? Or oh, Pool, right, right. Like, Increase all those guys that are and, below and him. Help them develop over a guy who is in the tail end of his career playing really bad basketball. No. But then in that same <laughs> breath, Moody's not going to help him win right now either. So help as much as Clay is. Uh, <laughs> I see what you're saying. I know what you're saying. The, that's what it boils down to is maybe they are in trouble. I don't know. Last last year I was like, oh, they're in trouble after game one. And they came back and they won the series. Literally we had a we had a pod episode that was named like Warriors are done or something like that. <laughs> Warriors are finished. Two or three years ago, what is it? They got the they're the worst team in the league, you got the first pick, won it the next Same year. Pick. Two, two years later, yeah. Crazy. Um, Wiseman has like five DMPs in his last six games. He's in the G League right now. I know. Crazy. He had like six games in a row, or six games, where when he last played, that he combined for like three points in six games. I don't even know why, because he's shooting like 60%. If you're a center for the Warriors, and you can't get three dunks a game. They made Kevon Looney look like the next coming of Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, then... <laughs> Maybe maybe you need to do some soul searching, James Wiseman. And I just want to say one thing. There's people throwing out like James Wiseman to the Thunder trade scenarios or James Wiseman to wherever. If the Warriors can't develop a dude, I'm not about it. Like the That's Warriors are like the mecca of internal development. If they couldn't get it done, I'm out. I'm sorry. For that reason, I'm out. Okay, let's move on to college basketball. I want to start. There's there's three games I kind of want to talk about, and six teams, obviously, within those three games. I want to start. We can go Big 12 first. Kansas and Duke played the other night. Kansas edged out Duke in a pretty, honestly, sloppy game for the most part. But they got more competitive kind of um, down the stretch. I want to talk about Kansas. We mentioned Kansas not having as good of a roster as they have in past years. Um, also, Kansas hasn't had a bad year in 40 years. <laughs> I looked through it. It's nuts. Like, the most games I've lost is like eight in the last 40 years. Good grief. It's, pr- it's pretty ridiculous. Either way, we mentioned TCU, Texas, Baylor being teams that were as good or better than Kansas, or at least I did. Kansas is still really good. 100%. Jalen Wilson probably didn't give him enough credit going into the year. He was kind of a guy, role player Who a few did? years ago. I didn't. And I know you. I, didn't. On this pod, I said Jalen Wilson's going to be a dude. We can run the table back. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> and you I'll, agreed with me. I'll speak for my, like I think he's good. Like he could be decent in college. I don't know. He's actually like twenty-seven. Yeah, he's actually twenty-two and ten. Yeah, oh. it's pretty ridiculous. Um, Jalen Wilson's really good. Grady Dick's been awesome in his role. He, I mean, he's been like you can plug and play him. From the get-go. He gets a lot of attention, which is great. He does, man. He's Dewan- not shooting like, perfectly, but yeah. it doesn't matter where he's, he's got good two shots. guys on you. Dewan Harris has been really good. They've got a <laughs> really good team that I might have slept on a little bit. Um, Everyone did. I mean, they're what? Like eighth in the nation right now? Yeah, they could easily be first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> easily. It's not um, just us. We're not the only morons not, on this big blue planet. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on Kansas? you like them? I like them. I mean... Even the other day when we were we were giving the caveat that like they're gonna be good. I'm sure they're gonna be good. They're Kansas. So I thought they'd have it down here. Like you did so much research, I think you overthought it a little bit. You were texting me like I stayed up for forty eight hours straight <laughs> researching. No, they're good. I mean, I still don't think it's crazy to pick Baylor over them or or I'm the things Baylor. that we did. I'm picking Baylor in Texas. Oh, 
George, man. Um, Kansas is good, though. They're good. Duke. The other half of that game. Um, three Whiteheads still not playing. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll be back in a month. I have no idea. I believe is what I saw. It's going to be a minute. Um, they're, an, they're a good team, Duke, because they're never going to be bad. Um, Flabowski's been... He's been good. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> Flabowski's been, been good. good. Um, he'll be even better when he's not like getting all the attention yeah. as well. Mark Mitchell's been pretty solid, except for the last game. Uh, Jeremy Roach has been, a, you know, probably their best player, best returning player for sure. He just swallowed a roach. <laughs> My favorite gotcha. internet video of all time. Um, you got anything on Duke? Uh, they lost 88% of their scoring from last year. Saw that stat pub up on the TV when I was watching them. They're going to be fine. They're going to work out the kinks. Uh, Derek Lively, I hope, gets a little more run. Oh, yeah. His injury. He's been almost a non-factor. Yeah. Well, uh, Ware's been better, but we knew that. We did not know. I did not know that. I knew that. I did not know that. Um, still rocking with Lively moving forward. Heck no. Um, yeah, they'll be fine. It's Duke. They're going to mesh eventually. They're going to figure it out. They're going to lose in the Sweet 16. It's going to be fine. Okay. Michigan State played Gonzaga. Well, mm-hmm. Gonzaga's played a couple games now. No, Michigan State, Kentucky. That's what I want to talk about. That was a few nights ago. Um Let's talk on Kentucky first because they got some more pro prospects that we talk about. Case and Wallace. Like, uh, he might be my, my personal favorite prospect thus far. He does everything it takes to win a basketball game. And he's really talented, too. Like, he doesn't have, he could score 10 points and he might just be the best player on the court. Because of everything he brings defensively, he's a great passer. He's really good transition playmaker specifically. Um, he's fantastic. He might not be a top ten pick. He's for sure a top ten player. Just based off what I had watched on YouTube and what you had told me, because you've seen him in person, mm-hmm. you know people that have worked mm-hmm. him out, stuff like that. I knew for a fact he would do what he's been doing on defense. Like I, I could just feel it in my bones. Like you were right. What my eyes were telling me was he's right. A, He's such a dog on defense. It's so overused. Like, he gets after it. 100%. 100% of the game, too. I mean, he, all the time. Like, I mean, staying in front of dudes the entire game, giving crazy ball pressure, and he's going up and blocking shots. He's in passing lanes. He doesn't take plays off. He doesn't get lost. It's He's one of the best perimeter defenders I've ever seen, like ever scouted as like a NBA prospect. It's unreal. Continue. And so I knew that. Like, yeah, I knew that. What he's doing offensively is great, too. Like, he's over there hitting open catch-and-shoot threes. He's hitting mid-range buckets. He's getting to the ring efficiently. Like, he looks really good. He looks really freaking good. And he's like, he feels like Kentucky's best. Well, he has felt like Kentucky's best player so far. Like, just well, doing a little bit of everything. She and Wheeler have been hurt and right, come right, back. Right. But he, yeah, his role is valuable. He has to be on the court. He'll play on an NBA team from day one. I would have a yeah. I would I mean, have a hard time seeing him not. And, and I understand you might be thinking, well, lottery pick. Yeah, of course he will. There's a lot of lottery. Lottery, picks exactly. He he's going to be really good. In the least, he's your best perimeter defender. Can really get up and down the court, hit open threes, and pass the ball. He's doing what like Davion Mitchell was doing as a freshman, like better. You think? Davion was a... He is a dude, man. He wasn't even the best player on that team. No, but he... 
I don't know. He's I, just I know what you mean. Like, was but, but Casey Wallace is what, 6'4? Dale Mitchell is what, 5'11? Yeah. Like, it, yeah. Casey Wallace has got it. He's um, good. Other guys on Kentucky, Wheeler and Shebway are both obviously really good. Shebway, reigning national player of the year. Best rebounder I've ever seen in college. Nuts. In an interview when he was at West Virginia, maybe between West Virginia and Kentucky, someone asked him why he rebounds so hard. And he said something along the lines of like, I think of my family every time I see the ball in the air. <laughs> like, like, I do it for my family, like for, for them to be proud of me or something. I'm like, that's insane. I would think of like a bag of Cheeto puffs <laughs> in the middle of the air or something. Yeah. Um, he, they're really good. Kentucky's ridiculous. Um, really Damian good. Collins is a guy that I've been high on. I know you like a lot. He's getting run here and there. It sucks, dude. It's kind of iffy, and you're kind of wanting more when he's out there. Um, Kentucky's really good. Top five team. Going to make a deep run. Best in the SEC. Michigan State, other side of that equation. They were unranked going into the year. Mm -hmm. And they played Gonzaga freaking close. Beat Kentucky in this game that we were just talking about in double overtime. Um, Izzo can really coach, man. He gets really tough players in there. They do their thing. Sissoko, Maddie to Sissoko, I believe. Um, they've played Shibwe and Timmy. And I believe he's averaging in those games 15, 10, and four blocks. Ooh. That's really good. Yeah. He's going to be a guy that's going to climb up some draft boards. Um, they're a solid team. They're not quite as top heavy as a Kentucky or a Kansas or a Duke that we've been talking about, but Michigan State can really play. And that's sometimes the team's benefit, by the way, not being top heavy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's true across sports in general. Definitely. Last game, last night, Gonzaga, Texas. Gonzaga's a really good team. I'm not worried about it. 20-point loss to Texas. I'm not worried about any loss between two top 25 teams at the beginning of the year. I do not care. There's so much basketball left. So much basketball. Just a ridiculous amount. I want to talk about Texas. Yeah. Tyrese Hunter is... Awesome, like, and we knew this. Like, we knew maybe this lottery pick. Awesome, like, Ooh, wow. I mean, six three point guard can. We know what he can do. Get into the rim. He is a monster defensively, and he's shooting 40 percent from three this year, which is like the biggest question mark. He's unbelievable. He's the best player on that Texas team. That without him would be. A top twenty-five team still. Like yeah. he's he's freaking good. Chris Beard has got his guys there, like they did last year. Loaded roster. They're going to win a lot of games this year. They were awesome defensively against Gonzaga. They scored the ball at will. They ran. They hit through. Oh, they shot kind of average from three. They hit big shots when they needed to. Um, they're fun, dude. I haven't got to watch him yet. Um, I've watched most of the teams with like a top prospect. Have not got to watch Texas or Dylan Mitchell yet. Yeah, role uh, player right now for Texas. Yeah, and that's unfortunate, but it's kind of it was expected for me at least. Like I just don't, I didn't see him getting the ball like a ton. He makes hustle plays, rebounds, and I'm scores. sure his athleticism like shines through those things. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited to watch Texas. Like you said, like Tyrese Hunter is. You, you need you need to watch Tyrese Hunter. Like he he's one of those dudes that I watch and I don't care where he's ranked. Like where where people have him as a prospect. Like. There's a handful of those I have each kind of cycle. He's the early one for this one. It's just like, I don't really care if he's consensus late second round guy. Like, 
I see that dude as a lottery talent. Um, you need to watch him. If you're listening to this and you haven't watched Texas this year, um, it'll be a bloodbath every night in the Big 12. Turn them on. Watch them. They're fantastic. Yeah. It's going to be um, Gonzaga, Julian Strother. Do you watch much Julian Strother yet? Mm, only, much Gonzaga? Mm, yeah. He's doing really well this year. He's averaging like 15, 7, and 5. He was um, a guy a lot of people were high on as a returner. I like him. He saw it. I don't know what his ceiling is, especially as a scorer. Um, really good player. Not as valuable as Timmy, but him and Timmy are just you know automatic one-two punch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Gonzaga's really good. Gonzaga, I think I texted you this yesterday. Other than Houston, they'd probably be my lock for a one seed just because their schedule conference. Right. Um does losing by 20 to Texas that convincingly, you know, deter you from maybe your thoughts on Gonzaga? No, not at all. Like you said, so much basketball left. This was at Texas. Texas is probably hyped up to play them. Like mm-hmm. they're going to get everybody's best shot all the time, especially in non-con. So no, I'm not worried. Fuse a good coach. Yeah. It's, uh, they're fine. Timmy's still probably the best player in basketball. So. Yeah, you got any uh, prospects that you've been liking watching? Jairus Walker, obviously. Jairus Walker has been obliterating fools. Had one of the nastiest Euro steps for like a six eleven guy I've ever seen. The other was day. He in the middle or was he going to the right? Uh, in the middle to the left, back right. Um, oh wow! Honestly, down the in in a fast break, it was mm. gross. Uh, Brandon Miller's been really good. I expected him to be good. Just because he was older, uh, offensively, he's shooting forty percent from three, mm. which is was unexpected for me. Um, Keontae George has been good in all the areas that I thought he wouldn't be this early. So that's <laughs> exciting. Case and Wallace, like we talked about, it's been really fun. I've been a little whelmed, I think so far. I don't, and, and coming off the last class we had, I think it's a little bit expected with such a clear cut, like Ben Kara was out there just murdering mm-hmm. kids on a daily basis. But, mm-hmm. um, I've been slightly whelmed. It doesn't feel like we've seen like a person emerge yet. So I'm still kind of excited for that to happen. Yeah, me too. All well, the guys that are emerging are the top three are probably not playing college basketball. Right. Also, I... Dariq's out. Amen. And yeah, I mean, are, Amen Thompson, Thompson's the third best player in this thing. You think? Mm-hmm. Like, he does some crap. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's always been it. The shot's kind of weird, so I don't really care. Like, I... I I, I'm, I'm starting to fall into it. I have a hard time seeing him as like a legitimate NBA one, but I feel the same way about everyone past Amen as well. So yeah, me too. <laughs> he's what does good. Amen do if he's not a one in the NBA? I don't know. That's that's my question. You know, I don't know. Yeah. And he might be like you said. He does stuff that most humans could never dream of. Is like, Jalen Green a one? I don't think so. But. I was not high on Jalen Green, and that's why I'm not that high on Amen. Honestly. Yeah. But that's just me and my personal opinion. A lot of Rockets fans will tell you I'm an idiot, despite the fact that they're 3 and 11 right now. So it's whatever, man. They got to get Shingun the ball more. That's that. <laughs> Beat Shingun. Okay, we got a game, Derek. Okay. Suck at games. I know you do. And this is you know, your favorite game. Oh, God. You got. If this will load. If this will load. Do I need to stall? Twitter's going under. It's officially Is it done. actually? Hundreds of employees have reportedly quit sending the salute emoji, which I think is hilarious, <laughs> <laughs> um, in the Twitter Slack chat. Um, 
Elon Musk is apparently begging the top engineers to stay, despite him just tweeting memes from his account. Um, <laughs> Enough so- of the riffraff. I'm here. I'm ready. Okay. Okay, Derek, you have one minute to ask yes or no questions. I got an NBA player lined up right here for you. You know how to play this. Okay. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Set. Go. Is he a current player? No. Is he above 6'5"? Yes. Does he play center? Yes. Did he play in the Western Conference? Ever? Yes. Did he... Was he a journeyman? A bit, yes. God. Did he play in the 80s? No. 90s? No. 2000s? No. 2010s? Yes. What? Uh... Did he play more than five years? Yes. Does he shoot with his right hand? Yes. Did he wear a headband? No. How much time do I have? 25 seconds. Did he play for the Lakers? No. Did he... Did he shoot threes? No. Okay. (laughs) Did he dunk a lot? Yes. God. 10 seconds. Did he have blue eyes? Dude, I suck at that game. I got no information. I don't even know what to ask. Okay. All right. I'll give you three guesses. Who do you think it is? Marcin Gortat. You have three guesses. Three guesses. Okay. So, 2010s. Doesn't play right now. Andrew Bynum. No. <laughs> um, 2010s, but doesn't play He's right got now. two great nicknames on basketball reference that I have never heard. Um, Yao Ming. <laughs> Jesus. Twenty tens. I don't. I don't know when Yao Ming played. Um. <laughs> you mean give you his two nicknames? Yeah. Agent Block and Count Blockula. Jesus, Count Blockula. Um. Dude, I can't even name another center. Uh, his best year average 17 and 14 with Joakim Noah. His best year average four blocks, too. Four blocks a game? Count Blockula, dude. Come on. Oh my gosh. I don't. Is it four blocks a game? His best years with Miami. Hassan Whiteside. Boom, baby! Hassan Whiteside. I was that before you even said Miami. Count Blockula. Dang, dude. You knew it. I didn't know it. You're good. He's still in the league, though. No, he's not. When did he retire? This, you know, last year was last year. I thought he said he was doing one more. Remember, it was like year 20 or whatever. Well, on ESPN, it's his career stats. And it says that he is... I'm a, sure he hasn't played. He doesn't have, have a team. Mm, tough. He, he's not currently in the NBA, buddy. There you go. You know where he went to college? No, you don't. Oklahoma City Community College. Close. Where? Marshall. Oh. There you go. Very cool. Cool. I'm terrible at those. We've got to start giving those to you because you're good at them. Okay. Okay. What else? What you got, Kerr? Bring it on. Oh, I'm going to do it to you? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Let's find us a player. So, you like jazz? (laughs) You know, that's fun. B-movie. Jerry Seinfeld. Here are my top five favorite movies of all time while Derek's doing this. Um, Ratatouille. Oh my god. 
Gran Torino. Invincible. Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> Pocahontas. It's the worst list I've ever heard. Whoa. Hey. You know. <laughs> Honorable mention. Prisoners. No. Hugh Jackman. Jake Jonal. I'm going to give you all mine. Uh, Whiplash, number one. <laughs> Basic. <laughs> uh, everything, everywhere, Basic. all at once. Number oh, two. Oh, yeah. Cool. Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Cool. Three. Social Network, four. Cool. And La La Land, number five. Cool. Okay. Wow, those are the most basic things I've ever heard. Uh, no. Wow. Um, you said Ratatouille, number one. Hell yeah. <laughs> There's no order. Okay, I've got a player. I've got a player. Okay. You, got the, you mean to do the time or you got it? You got the time. Okay. Does he still play? No. Is he a point guard? Yes. Um... Did he play in? Yes, half. Guard. Did he play in the? No. Did he play in the eighties? <laughs> no. Nineties. No. Two thousands. Uh, actually, some in the nineties, mainly the two thousands. Two thousand tens. Sorta. Yeah. Okay. Um, is it Derek Fisher? Yeah. God. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Thirty. thirty-seven seconds left. Jesus Christ! All right. We gotta find a new game. We got any suggestions? <laughs> How do you but. even do that? Is it? <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Um, what a tale of two games. Wow. Jake's so proud of himself. I can see it on his face. He's so proud they of himself. They can't see it on my face. You <laughs> <laughs> can hear it in your voice. Hey. All right. What's next? That was fun. Questions? Uh, yeah, you guys want to cue? I do. I do. What? Um, top five TV shows of all time? Seinfeld, The Office, um, I like these. Trailer Park Boys. Ooh. Um, that's the funniest. If you think The Office is funny in Trailer Park Boys, you're stupid. Um, <laughs> oh, Elf is another movie that would have been on that list. Um, you, you pay. So those are those three. Law and Order Special Victims Unit. And are you kidding? Are you messing with me? No. Law and Order Special Victims Unit. It's in every episode. And you think it's good? I love it. <laughs> I don't just think it's good. Like you're I'll, messing with me. I don't know if it's good or not. I love it. <laughs> Most people okay. watch crime shows don't think it's good. They just love it. Uh, that makes no sense to me. And okay. then, um, did you ever see Ace of Cakes? What is that? <laughs> it's from Food Network. No, I've never seen Ace of Cakes. I like oh, or Chopped. No, that's all. Okay, never. I don't mind. watch Food Network. Oh. <laughs> Okay. I have, I have class. okay, you're a man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's start with these questions. Dylan Painter. Shout out D Paint, dog. Shout out D Paint. Less good nickname than D Park. But Ooh, I, I like D Paint better, honestly. Wow, that's lame of you. Uh, Dylan Painter, how does OKC get another top 40 guy to put next to SGA, and who would you like to see the Thunder pursue? Top 40 guy. Okay, this in the is, league right now. This is the year that OKC rejoins the playoffs. Hell yes, it is. Deep paint. Okay. Top 40 guy in the NBA. Along with Shea? Along with Shea. Chat's going to be that, but if we have to do something else, that's, so he's not going to trade, maybe? I'm assuming so. How does OKC get another top 40 guy to put them next there? I mean, they're, I think they would have to be trade because to be fair, I think they're going to develop a top 40 guy before they're going to trade for one. I agree. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. Um, free agent is not an option. Yeah. 
Way doubtful. Definitely not an option. Not even, not an option. Best free agent signing ever. Derek Fisher talked about it. Second reference on the pod. Um, so yeah, I mean, they could trade for one. I talk about it. I just, I wear it out on Twitter. I wear it out on here. The Thunder are just not going to go get a guy to get a guy. He's going to have to fit the culture. He's going to have to fit the defensive identity. He's going to have to be good at basketball. What about Giannis? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he's top 40. Yeah, I don't There's know if he's so... the culture. What I was saying before Jake interrupted me with his meme. Um, <laughs> the, the, the list is so narrowed down by things like I was just talking about that I just don't know who it would be. Like, they have to be available. They have to be in the budget. They have to have a decent contract. They have to fit the culture. They have to fit the defensive identity. They have to fit with the on-court product. Like, there's just so many things. There's so much that's going to go into it. I'm, I'm, I mean this genuinely. Oklahoma City would rather get no one than a guy that's going to come in and derail what they're building. Let me just throw names at you. Rapid fire. OG. Yes. Totally. Right? Like, 100%. I think any of those young Raptors guys, totally. He's been the best defensive player in the NBA this year. Done leaving, done leaving, not stocks, baby. Hey, true. <laughs> nice. True. Um, okay, so we have OG. I said rapid fire is just OG that I had in mind. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't because it's so difficult um, to do that. Like, I mean, Giannis, yeah, like, that'd be great, you know. I will go out on a limb, and I I will say I don't know if they're gonna get a star. Any like, guy who was at an All Star bid, I don't think they'd go get a guy like that. I agree. I think, yeah, I mean, I agree. That there's just a chance that that derails everything. When a guy bringing a guy like OG could maybe derail some of it, but, if it doesn't yeah. work out. But you still have your entire team identity, whereas bringing in a star changes your entire identity. So like. OG, yeah, maybe like a PJ Washington. But yeah, we're not guy. even talking about forty, not even oh, close yeah. to it by that point. Yeah. So I guess really my take is maybe they don't need to bring in a top forty guy, develop the top forty guy, and bring in top eighty guys. Hmm. But they they could go get anyone. Like I would love to see Pascal Siakam. Would love that not, more than anything. I just don't see that. It's not doable. I would love it though. <laughs> um. So yeah, I don't know. He said this is the year they make the playoffs? It would theoretically be the year that they made the playoffs in that scenario. It might be regardless. Might be. Might. You think they make it this year? Playing. You think they make playing? I don't... The only reason why I didn't think they would be in the year, other than Chet getting hurt, that's kind of like an mm-hmm. actual basketball thing that sucks. I didn't know if they are going to win games or not. Did they... They don't want to lose at all. The players have never wanted to lose, to be fair. Dude, I... I don't like the vibe is just so different, dude. Like yeah, they want everything win. about it. It's Shay. It starts with Shay. Shay wants to win the games, and he's doing everything he can to win the games, and it's spreading throughout the team. It's really cool to see. Mm-hmm. I think Houston. it kind of starts with Jing, honestly. <laughs> yeah, uh, him on the blue is. He's really been a boy. He's looked good. He's he had a really bad last game, dude. We don't talk about that one. <laughs> he looked really good in the first two. Uh, thunderous obstinacy mm-hmm. with SGA's recent jump. Where does he rank in the 2018 draft class? I'll pull it up for us. And now, where would you put that draft class out of the last 20 years? It feels like it could be top five of Lucas Shea. <laughs> You're going too fast. Okay. 2018 draft class. It was really good. Really, really good. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to just name guys. Tell yeah. me if he's better or not. Aiden. 
Yes. Bagley. <laughs> Luca. No. Jaron Jackson Jr. Yes. Trey Young. Yes. Mobamba. Yeah. Wendell Carter Jr. Yeah. Colin Sexton. Yeah. Kevin Knox. Yeah. Mikael Bridges. The, it's yes to the rest of them. Is Spider in that class? No, he was with uh, Lonzo. Um, oh. I don't know. There's a couple guys that you might say differently to. You're about to say a joke to me. What's no. What? Who? Never mind. No. <laughs> Wait, who is it then? No. <laughs> That's what I thought. Because you were going to make a joke. I mean, Michael Porter Jr.'s on there. No. I love Mike. I love MPJ. Okay. I, mean, I, was, I was being serious. Okay. Golly. Yes. Seriously, dude. <laughs> Who's the others? <laughs> Ange Takumpo? He's not in that one. Cousins. He's not in that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maurice Spellman? Um, I think now, again, I've always leaned Shea over Trey long term. I have. I he have, has. So I if you're doubting him, he seriously has. Yeah, I'm only saying this because Jake is doubting He seriously has said that forever, honestly. Um, or it, it, in the least, on the same level. In the least. Um, so I, I would say second. Yeah. Second behind Luca. Behind Luca. Yeah. As far as the class, I think it's really good. Top yeah. five might be pushing it. Because last 20 years, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of time. Yeah. Um, but top 10 for sure, I think. And they're going to have three guys that are perennial, perennial all-stars. And Luca Shea Trey. So, yeah, they're good. Yeah. Um, Blaine McCann in front of the pod. Blaine. Best prospect. Did you see that article they wrote about Blaine, the Patrick Beverly thing? <laughs> Stop. You're going to get this man fired. No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you won't. Best prospect so far at the beginning of college hoops. We college? On a few. Yep, college hoops. I think this is wide open, by the way. I do, too. Like I said, no one has emerged yet. Like, the, no best, one... the best prospect, though. Like, if you had to say one. I know who yours is. Keontae? Uh, I don't know. Like okay. I said, like, it's it's out there. I don't know. I would lean Keontae. He's been good. Brandon yeah. Miller's been good. Gigi's been good. Dude. Not the top prospect, but he's been good. Yeah. It's tough. If you had to say one, who is it? If I had to say one, I would lean Keontae. He was my third anyway. I would I would lean him. He's been impressive to me in areas I didn't think he would be. You could say Kaysen right now. I'll probably go Brandon Miller, but he's 21. Yeah. But 17 points per game on 40% three-point shooting with six foot nine frame. Good defense. Shit, it's GG. There, I, I have to say it. It is. No, it's not GG. Dude. Long term. Have you watched? Yes. No, you you watched South Carolina play basketball this year. I've watched YouTube highlights. That boy can play, man. He does some he does some crazy stuff. He's good, man. I think people are kind of like, I don't know, I want to say overthinking it. I think Corey mentioned it whenever he had him on that there's times where he kind of floats around, doesn't do a whole lot. In high school, like totally. I think a lot of great, like highly talented players, that that's something that some of them struggle with. Um, he's ridiculous. He does stuff in college that like so translatable to NBA and stuff that nobody else is doing. He's awesome. I love him. He's good. I love him. I know you do. I love him. Um, last few questions here. Fast break. Friend of the pod. I hope you read it in Portuguese. 
I cannot. Two questions this time. Are you concerned about the low volume of three-point attempts from SGA? It sounds like something to be punished by defenses in the playoffs. He is one of the few stars in the league to keep such low volume from that location. That is question one. I have seen this on Twitter a little bit from, from some respective Thunder fans. I don't get it because the dude is a career, what, like 37% three-point shooter? Mm. You don't forget that skill overnight, whether he's taking them in games or not. No one... There's one thing that one specific person was saying the other day that was like, well, teams aren't going to respect him if he's not taking it like hell. Like that there's a reason he's getting to the paint so much and it's because they're not backing up whenever mm. he gets to the three-point line. Like they're respecting his shot. He just made a game winner the other night with it. I think it's totally fine. Like three a game is whatever. He can take it. He can make it. I, I don't see any reason to get up in arms about it. I don't know if you have any other. I have nothing to add. Um, and then the second question from Fast Break, with SGA's considerable leap and Thunder's record at almost 50%, is it possible to see a scenario where the team builds a heliocentric system around him this season like 16-17 OKC with Russ? I feel like his leap hides the lack of offensive quality in the rest of the team. Uh, that last sentence is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. He has skyrocketed this ceiling. How many wins does this team have without Shea? Three? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> so he's absolutely like vaulted what they were supposed to be he covers up a lot of issues giddy has not been a great scorer this year lou dort had an abysmal start poku had an abysmal start trey man hasn't had the start that you wanted we expected him 16 17 points a game maybe that there's no one else you'd rely on no one to rely on I mean, especially offensively at all so i mean i guess to get to the question is it possible to see a scenario where the team builds a heliocentric system around him it's possible that happens. I don't think that that is good. Does that make sense? Like, I, mean, I don't think they should for the future. It's going to naturally happen this year. It's it already happen is. this year because he's playing I mean, at an MVP level seen, on a bad basketball games. team. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's what it is. I don't think that's the plan for the future. But if that's what it is this year and you see that he gets you, you know, 400 on the season, great. Yeah. Great. We see how great he is. It's exactly what I was saying earlier then in you, that, like, he yeah. can do it. We know he can do it, but for the future, he's not going to need to. And you can build around him without him being the end-all, be-all. A hundred percent. I mean, that's that's what NBA teams do, right? I mean, that's, I mean, like, Giannis is a tough one to do because he has Chris Milton draw it. But, like, Luka, the Mavericks will struggle long-term if Luka Doncic is it. Like, the answer, the only solution. They're not, they're not going to reach, like... They're not going to be as good as they could be if that's all they are. But if they have other pieces they're planning on bringing in, helping them, they're still building around him without it just being Luka, 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 then they can get to that peak that they want to be at. It's the same with the Thunder and SGA. They can win games like they are right now with him doing everything, but Chet's coming back next year. Guys like Jane and Williams are going to develop. They're going to have another probably lottery pick this year. Um, it's going to revolve around him without him being the only shining piece on the Thunder team. I agree. People don't realize how much Chad is going to help Giddy. They just don't. They don't Chad see it help, yet. Uh, passing. Oh my God. I mean, they're, I mean, they're going to be able to run the pick and roll and Chad's going to get to a spot where no one can get and Giddy's going to be able to put that ball where no one can is get. Is anyone, I mean, was anyone as good in transition for big men in college basketball than Holmgren? No. Whether it's rim running or trailing plays? Yeah. Giddy's going to find that fool. I mean, yeah, totally agree, man. And that's going to be good for Shea too. 
But you're going to be able to run offense through those two specifically in the PNR, in the PMP. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be ridiculous. It's going to be ridiculous. So that's it for this pod. There's one more question, I think. Was there one more question? I only know it because oh, oh, it tagged oh. us early. Yes. He got ahead of the game. It was not in my thread, but it was asked. And I'm excited for it. I'm excited too. Um, it was. Thanksgiving is close. It's the time of the year. Oh, from, from James Kerr, by the way. Uh, friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Father of the pod. Wait, what? <laughs> hey, um, it's the time of the year when we Americans eat a ton of food, watch football, and try to ignore the fact that we have decimated an entire civilization or two in what used to be their own front yard. Oh my God. Shout out. Did he say that? He did say that. And I love it. What's your ideal plate of food on this holiday? Okay. Firstly. Ideal plate. Oh. Firstly, you're so correct. I hate the fact that we celebrate this holiday in the first place. I'm not a holidays person. My family has never been holiday people. Countercultural, I'm telling you. He this one, cool. Your father seems a little countercultural at this day. First I've ever heard of this. <laughs> <laughs> He's correct. Um, hate hate holidays. Hate this holiday specifically. Hate the food associated with it. Can't stand it. Just somebody better turn your mic off. You're closest. <laughs> okay, you you go and then I'll. I like food, bro. I know you do. You like that dry turkey, the way no one can cook it ever. Isn't that the best? That no one can cook a turkey correctly? That's not what I like to eat on Thanksgiving. Okay, hit me. My favorite plate of food? Okay, I gotta close my eyes and picture this. He's gonna say like big truck top. My mouth's watering. Okay. No, I'm talking about like what I actually eat on Thanksgiving. Ham is the meat of choice. Okay, good. Far superior to turkey. Turkey's most overrated holiday Thanksgiving food ever um, for the reasons you said. Some (laughs) green bean casserole. Oh, GBC. Um, lots of stuffing. Macaroni if it's available. Mashed potatoes if it's available. Definite cranberry sauce. Um, gravy on pretty much all of it. Um, my mom makes these rolls that are pretty freaking good. Um, what else? My favorite thing to do, though, is that all the foods just go together. So at the end, like, I'll have a plate full of stuffing with mashed potatoes and gravy and a little bit of ham with some green bean sauce on it and then some cranberry on it. It's a sickening I love it. Absolutely sickening. You want to tell you what I can eat at Thanksgiving? Ham. Chicken tenders. Ham. Bread. Corn. End of a list. That is all that I eat. And that is out of bare necessity. Oh. Uh. Green beans. I have a homeschooled fourth-grade cousin that has the same plate of food as you. <laughs> I hate Thanksgiving food. Sometimes my family will mix it up and they'll do like Thanksgiving tacos. Those are my favorite years. Love it. Just tacos. Yeah. Just okay. tacos. Nick, most I want your overrated, underrated, and favorite Thanksgiving food. Most overrated Thanksgiving food would have to be turkey. Turkey. I mean, Me it's too. Awful. Because it's, it's the number one thing, and it might be the worst thing. Yeah, easily. Uh, most underrated. underrated? Hmm. There's got to be something there. Underrated. Ooh. I don't know if this is a Thanksgiving food. Every year, my family has these bacon-wrapped Smokies. They are heat. They are then it's your, the then, best you thing go. of all time. Because then what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Those? If it had to be like traditional, it would just be the ham. But okay. if it had to be non-traditional, 
Them bacon wrapped smokies. Ooh. Oh, oh that's yeah. how they get down and say they, they put brown sugar on them. Oh my gosh. Oh, you're so simple. You'd be so easily <laughs> impressed. Um, underrated for me, overrated for me, turkey. Underrated. <sighs> Good rolls are just like tough to beat. Good bread. I mean, that's like, it's really tough to beat that. Especially after you get a pl- full plate of food and you just top it off with four rolls. Like, carbs. Just settling concrete over the food you state that's what i want um now my favorite some good stuffing with gravy what is stuffing explain to me the consistency percentage wise what it's stuffing like is. mainly bread like crumbs that have been soaked i think you're making this up no one knows what with, stuffing is and then there's vegetables my mom makes it with vegetables and she makes hers with cornbread cornbread stuffing um, so it's mainly like bread with different like, you know, chopped up carrots or celery or whatever. It's probably like cat. You would have no and idea. It's probably like I've watched my mom make it and we still have all of our cats. We'll see. So you're going to be down one cat this Thanksgiving. Yeah. You're going to finally notice. Um, Thanksgiving sucks. It's awful. I have to go to six, six Thanksgivings this year. Can we do a sticker giveaway? Yeah. Could we do it? If you're listening right now, if you made it all the way through this podcast. We're so sorry. We love you. And we're sorry. Um, give us your favorite, most overrated, and most underrated Thanksgiving food. Tag us. Give it to us. We'll shoot you a sticker eventually. Okay. First three that do it, get it. And if you can't do it on Twitter, because Twitter is under, then you can text Jake Kerr at... No, I'm just joking. Um, I don't know. Four five seven five seven eight three. Okay. There we go. Is that actually it? Yeah. Let's go. Okay. So mama's number. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh. Bye.